to episode 112 of those millennials podcast today i'm your humble thankful grateful host k the classic i'm here with my nearest and dearest my boys and friends in real life uh rails here looking all upset bro what's going on man how's how's your mental health how's your pockets how's your vibe on this beautiful memorial day weekend come on man it's more it's memorial day weekend you can't have that face man what's up what's up Wow. Jesse's Jesse's here. Jesse, how you doing today, man? How's your pockets? How's your mental health? How are you doing on this beautiful Memorial Day weekend, brother? Nothing? Nothing <laughs> Jesse, fro- Jesse froze. Jesse froze. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, we're joined by the people's favorite guest. This is going great. What a great start to this pod. We're joined by the people's favorite guest. Clips, how you doing on this beautiful uh, Memorial Day weekend? How's your mental? How's your pockets? I'm good, man. Um... Finally, a three-day weekend. Mental, I feel like I'm at an eight. Hey. I think being at, yeah, I'm at, I'm at an eight. It's just okay. been a lot going on. Um, yeah. But other than that, pockets is good, you know, happy, making things happen. So I can't, I can't complain. That's what I like to do. you want to, you want to try, try again to answer? <laughs> Instead of just staring at the camera. Oh, by the way, this is those videos podcast and YouTube show. I, I forgot that I have to add that now in the beginning of the show because some people are still confused that this is also a YouTube show as well. Uh, Real, how are you doing today, brother? You just not going to speak? I'm Gucci, man. I'm Gucci. My, 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 nah, my mic was off the first time. Yeah, my mic was. I was having technical. Uh, we we yeah, starting so, yeah. off with lies. We're starting off with lies. I love it. Um, all right, so while Jesse, get, <laughs> while Jesse gets his uh his um his 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 uh setup set up, uh I would like to Jesse, you good? You oh. back? We back? Yeah, I don't know why it was glitching and shit, but whatever. Okay. All right, Jesse's here. Um so first and foremost, I'd like to say thank you to everybody that has listened and watched our show. The numbers of the pod have really been seeing the edging up, we've seen the boost and listens and watches on YouTube and on a our, uh, on the DSP. So we appreciate you guys for checking us out. Thank you for giving us a chance. Um, we rock with you guys and uh, awesome. congrats, we, fellas! Congrats. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, and you know who who else is working on Memorial Day weekend? Let's start there. What what other podcast is working on Memorial Day? We all these niggas on vacations. We out here grinding, getting ready for a, a big game seven between the Celtics and the Heat. Um, real quick, before we talk about that for a little bit off the top, uh, bet update. Um, Jesse's still winning by with 10 points. Uh, for those, let me start off by saying, so to those who haven't, who, who need to catch up, so we have a gentleman's bet between us three with where the winner of the gentleman's bet, whoever picks them, whoever picks the, whoever picks the best out of the NBA playoffs, the two losers are going to have to wear a shirt on the YouTube show that the winner picks for us. Then we're going to have to wear it through the whole episode. Oh yeah. So currently right now, Jesse's winning by two points. He has 10 points. Uh, Rail and I are tied. Thank God, because I was the one, the only one to pick the Mavs and seven over the freaking Phoenix Suns. Thank God. Um, so we're all caught. Me and Rail are tied. Um, 
Even though you changed the point system, I should have more points. <laughs> For the finals, we can change the point system so we can make it better. For the finals, we'll change the point system. We'll 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 boost it. We'll we'll boost it up. Right. So right now, um, that's where we stand. We got a game seven. I think I think we all pick Boston. So I, I don't think no matter what the outcome is, I think we're gonna be. I think we all pick Boston unless one of us picks. I could have sworn I picked. I pick Miami. I pick Miami. Oh, both of y'all about to lose then. Great. Um, so if the but Boston, I said seven Boston games, so I still get a point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you still get a point. <clears throat> we'll figure out the point system from there. All right. So real quick, uh, obviously we're recording this on Sunday. When on long weeks, on long weekends, I always forget what day it is. But on we're recording this on a Sunday before Game Seven. But real quick, let's talk about the game. The Boston Celtics completely. Do we want to call that a choke for Game Six? What are we calling that? I mean, Nobody wants to. I don't. I wouldn't series, call it a choke. It's been so lopsided. It's been crazy. It's been a bad yeah, series. The most boring series of all of the series. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it a buck. So I'm gonna. I got. I got hot takes for right now. So let's keep it a buck. The bubble fucking season uh, playoffs was better than this playoffs, right? Let's keep it a bean. Let's keep it a bean. Facts. Overall. Easily. Overall. Yeah. Easily. Okay. Yeah. Overall. Like, yeah, what are we these talking playoffs about? Playoffs haven't been that good, even though the ratings. Are, I think the ratings are. Reflective. The ratings are up. Just, ratings are, respect, ratings are, are reflective up. of the area. I was ready to come in here and ratings kill this series. Season no, of these, but these playoffs too. But I think that they're, they're, they're great areas. Like you know, San Francisco is a great area. Um, Boston's a big sports sports media. Florida, all I think all of Florida roots for Miami, the Heat, and then you know, um, you got Luka Doncic, who's a well, star. Can't root for Orlando. You know, yeah, yeah, but Luka Doncic is just a star. So I, I, I just think that I think the markets uh, have attributed to the ratings, but I don't think these players have been great though. Like, there's been no. this, there's been two really good series out of mm-hmm. all, like all of the playoffs, even round one, even the fucking plans. If you want to count the plans too, it's been two good series, and that's it. Memphis Timberwolves, one of them. Yeah. That one was weird, but if you want to call that, that one was a little eh. I would much rather say, um, I'd much rather say the Mavs and Phoenix is counts as one for me. Like that's no, game I, seven was such a disappointment, though. Like when game I, sevens just, are a disappointment. I don't even think, they, but game they seven wasn't just a disappointment. The game seven wasn't just a disappointment. There was so many blowouts in that series. There was. That, so if like, we're ta- if we're if we're just saying Milwaukee and Boston, which was an awesome series, which I think Milwaukee would have won if they had Middleton, right? So like we put that over there, okay. and then I don't think I mean this Boston series and Heat series hasn't been that great that it been all blowouts except like this last game. Both of the Heat games were kind of close, but you know I mean, they the don't Heat feel and they close. just don't feel fun to watch. They don't. They don't. I mean, that's that's the worst part mm-hmm. about it. I mean. Y'all think um, it is um, a testament to go to state in go to state in uh in, in Memphis was straight right like for a little bit they were straight that was that was a fun series for a while but like other than that it's been it's been blah so like anybody that's talking shit about the bubble huh what were you gonna say clips no I was saying do you think that the regular season and how intense everybody was playing during the regular season messed up the the playoffs. Because you've seen a team like Golden State, they they you know they didn't have to play at such a high rate. They just yeah. played to get into the playoffs and then turned it on when they got into the playoffs. Right. They started so like strong, you- and it, it helped them jump out to such a large lead. 
that it was like then they was able to just maintain. Right. Oh, for sure. I and mean, then, and, but look at the Suns. The Suns wrecked the whole league for <clears throat> you know all of those games, and then by the time playoffs came, they were burnt out. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the bubbles. Down. They're gonna make a thirty for thirty about what happened to that Phoenix Suns team, man. <laughs> like we we need I mean, answers. I, if they, if they <laughs> haven't made a thirty for thirty for all of Charles Barkley's losses, they ain't making a thirty for thirty. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's facts. I, that's I, here's what I would say: it's they're gonna have to do something. It's so they are. weird. This uh, midseason so tournament thing is coming. They are there. They are. Adam Silver is not. Stepping off the gas pedal with this fucking midseason tournament thing that they got going on. They have to do something because it's is it You're muted, that players? Oh me? I said no. I was muted. No, uh, but go ahead, Jesse. I was gonna say because it's either you know a team like Phoenix is gonna, and the same thing happened to the Milwaukee Bucks back then when they won all those games. Remember. The Hawks Atlanta, when they were Atlanta, winning all those yeah. games to get swept. We by. always bring up Atlanta for that. That's it's funny. <laughs> no, I'm just it's it's making a point. And even LeBron and LeBron, those LeBron teams that with the Cavs where they were winning all those games, getting the best record in the league, in the league, and then flaming out in the playoffs or come to find out they're not as good. Like there was no playoffs. Like even when Phoenix was playing uh, North, right? They didn't yeah. look like this world beater. Like they, yeah, they, they didn't. I know they lost Devin Booker. Six games. It took six games. And they, I know they lost Devin Booker, but it was it. It showed like how you can take Chris Paul out of games. Like, and yeah. once you do that, that kind of messes up the, the whole rhythm. They're supposed to be a world beater. They're supposed to be this deep of a team. And it's one of those things where it was like, is the regular season? And once a team does that, we saw that with Milwaukee. We see it. With LeBron teams, we've seen it now. The Phoenix Suns, now they're going to learn. We don't have to win all these damn games. It's just going to matter about the playoffs. So no, now they're gonna, go the home play. court in the West next year is going to be a real life thing, and we'll we'll probably talk more about that during the off season because there's like a million, and then I'm not even exaggerating. There's like 20 storylines with so, off season and shit. If go to State yes, wins thanks. these finals, go ahead, Clips. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, but that's just a testament to what the the l- landscape is, right? I'm only playing you one time in regular season. Now that I'm playing you arguably four times, yeah, it, it should – I better get figured out in at least three games. You better know that you can push me in some type of direction. But remember, the only thing that's ever Even changed, smart teams take that – that's the crazy thing about the playoffs. Even smart teams make decisions. Like I was joking with uh, – shout out to Dustin. I was talking to Gab, his, his, his girl, about this on their pod a while ago when they were talking about um, – where I was just like – Spose like arguably top one, top two uh, coaches in the NBA right now. And this was early in the series. I was like, why the fuck is he still playing Dwayne Dedman? Like I can see it from a mile away. And I'm just some dude that just watches basketball, oh. pays attention to analytics. I was just like, why is Dwayne Dedman still out there every time? he? And then again, it's just, I know you guys don't like numbers like that, but I like his on off was so, it was obvious. It was just like, don't play this guy and you guys won't suck as much. Because every time what he about, came in the game, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, what about when he was playing Oladipo last series? Where it was like, Oladipo was they not. They need him in this series, but I agree with that. They need him in this series. They need him in this series, but like, they were playing Deadman. Like, again, I know Bam Adebayo, like, I know, again, you need a break, whatever. You can't play the whole, you can't like, play 48. I understand. But like, Facts. 
choose somebody else. Make PJ Shit. play five, which he which he eventually figured out. Which At is like point? PJ has to play the other five. Like don't play Deadman because literally he was a dead man real. out there. At this point, he should. Uh, um, Adebayo should play forty eight today. Forty eight. Like he just got. I don't want to hear nothing about tired. Y'all, y'all got, could, y'all got how many days into the finals? Years. And then we can end yeah. this, and then because I didn't expect us to talk about this too long, but it's fine. But um, like, yeah, like it's. It, like the finals officially start what June second, I think. What the was the ad say? So it's like Wednesday or yeah. something like that. It's always June second, Thursday. Thursday. So it starts on. Okay, so it starts on a Thursday. Like there's plenty of time for recovery, and you know I don't know. We don't. Again, we're recording this before the game starts, so we don't know what's gonna happen with Tyler Hero. Um, part of me says they don't really miss him because it gives Boston a place to attack, but they need the offense. And they don't. Nobody expects Jimmy to drop another forty-seven bomb on these niggas' heads, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, so pick winners, everybody. Before we, uh, we're gonna sound like idiots afterwards, or we're gonna sound great. So anybody, everybody, pick winners. Clip start with you. Who are you picking before we we see it again? Who we got tonight? And why you pick me first? Um, <laughs> I was really hoping that Rail got picked first, but um, fuck. Not defensive mindset. And yeah. I'm, I'm only opening it up with this way because the only thing that has ever changed in basketball has been offense. Defense has always remained the same. You haven't seen any new techniques and new ways to, to stop and stay in front, you know. Um, if anything, it got worse. I think it's, it's gotten harder. No, it, yeah, it for sure got lazy. Like, you're 100% right about that. But I think, I think due to turnovers – I want to say the Heat will capitalize on this game because the Celtics can't keep the ball. And Eric Spolstra, I think, is better. Yeah, I think he's he's definitely better at firing his team up to play defense than he is to play offense because he knows that on a random night, Duncan Robinson can give you nine threes, you know? Um, Okay. And Uh, I think their defense is a testament to how they got to where they're at. So I want to go with the Heat for their defense and knowing that if Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum get frustrated and they're giving turnovers, that the Heat can capitalize on that. That's the only reason I'm looking at it. Who you got tonight? I'm going to go with Miami, even though Heat culture is just, you know. Are you going going Miami so you can, for for your pick's sake, for your bet's sake, or are you going Miami because you think that's who's going to win? Both, because last thing (laughs) I want is a Warriors-Celtic finals because it's like, I'm probably just going into punching my fucking TV if yeah. I see the Celtics get a championship or the Warriors get another championship. So I'm going with the Heat because I hate the other two teams. Um, um, so he, uh, even though he culture just even I though that the, I don't think that he can beat the Warriors. So, so they can't. Either way, I'm just hoping for injuries at that point. But <laughs> uh, but I mean, but at the end of the day, I just I mean, I also I just think that he culture is just bullshit. Stop trying to come in and sign a bunch of uh, G League guys and make them skinny. Talk about he culture. Stop signing. You sign you sign three G League guys, you make them skinny, and that's not about what he culture is, man. Yeah, he like spoke, he spoke, spoke it like a true person that doesn't believe in heat culture, but uh, whatever. Anyway, and Jesse, who I, you I got? believe in the ham culture. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that in another episode. Um, 
it's gonna be the team that the the three ball travels. That's what that that's what it's. Uh, get off the fan, Jesse. Make a pick, Jesse, nigga. Je- I I never agree with real. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> if their three ball travels, if, if they are hitting threes, the, the the Celtics will win that game. That's what I'm trying to say. But uh, the Celtics, right defense. But the Celtics have shown that they can go ice cold, and they're on the road. Um, if they don't hit threes, if they don't hit 10 threes in that first quarter, they lose. Heat win. So I'm going with Heat. And 10 in the first quarter? Damn, Dude, why did they make quarter. 10 threes in the first quarter? But that, that's what they do. Like, that's how they've been blowing them out. They haven't been blown up. They really haven't been blowing them out by this, like, oh, we're, we're dominant. They've been hitting threes. Like, that's it. And that's what's been keeping this, these, this separation in these games is just, the, the Celtics will hit a bunch of threes at the That's beginning, true. and then they can't come. Man. And then you're playing from the behind. You're playing 20 down by the halftime for the rest of the game. Ten, and 10 threes in one quarter in the first specifically? That is insane. But you know they're going to shoot them? You know they're going to shoot 15. You know that they're going to shoot 15. I tell Jason you what, Tatum out of those. It's going to shoot seven. So and then and then I'll I'll do my answer real quick and I'll just piggyback off what Jesse said. So ten is is kind of extreme, but if they ha- if they sh- if you said when you say shoot or or make ten for three pointers, I think shoot. they need to make them. Make ten. Okay. Okay. Let's. All right. Fine. Ten in the first half. Ten in the first half. All right. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll I'll give you that. Ten in the first half. Okay. So but we know they're gonna shoot the like heat, twenty-five. So if ten, so ten threes okay. in in the ten threes in the first half, right? Um. If Derek White is shooting six of them, I think the Heat win. Um, exactly. If you get them from JT, Jalen, depends. Derek White hit and, five threes last game. Yeah, and and that's what and and, and Real, what's your favorite saying about uh uh what's your favorite saying? Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. fucking birthday, Derek happy, White. <laughs> happy birthday, Derek White. Um, if it's coming from JT. And 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 Jalen, then then I think it's a different story. But I'm with Rel. I don't particularly want another Warriors Celtics finals because either way, well, like never got one before. I, the, I no, I don't. Yeah, I don't want. Win. I didn't mean it like that. I don't I want a finals because it's a lose lose. Because again, y'all know I'm a LeBron fan. There's already talks about Le- Steph being on the same type of level as LeBron, which need people need to ray fucking lax. Um, and then the Celtics win. And then the Celtics winning another title is just, you know, we don't want that to happen, but this that's the story for now. Wait, y'all think it wait, y'all think it's anyway. Uh and we we are supposed to talk music on this spot. Okay, no, here's what I would say. Uh, oh there was God. always this Jesse. Right. Jesse. LeBron dominates. I will not even I will this. not even tolerate this conversation. If all is said and done after LeBron's career and somebody ends up with more rigs than he did. In that you, same span, or even after him, he can't because Steph came after him and built up his what is career happening? after him. What is happening? I think people will make the argument like, is what he better? Is, is, what? Le- is, he, is he better happening? than LeBron? No, 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 what no, no. No, nobody's saying he's better than LeBron. I'm just that's saying. what people are saying. That's what the no, conversation is. No, no, Mr. Robertson, Mr. Robertson, <laughs> uh, no, because there's one thing that, um. Mr. Curry does not do and will never do. He don't play no fucking defense. Well, no, I'm not saying he'll be better. I'm not saying he's better than him. He don't get, he don't get targeted, but if he gets four rings, if he gets four rings, I will, 
I'm still not looking at his dominance as him being better than Braun. He don't have no dominance. No, He's no. just like all he did was change the dynamic of the game where you sh if you shoot a three, you me, are the fucking person. Okay, so let me ask this. So question. Space got okay. Well, me, I, I want to put. So ask your question, then I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna put this in a bow. Go ahead. All right, let me ask this question. Okay. All right. So great winners, right? Great champions. LeBron is going to go down as a great player, right? Unstoppable. Force. One of the greatest players ever. Arguably yeah, the greatest player. Yes. Yes. And he's going to be that one that's going to be one of one. Then there's a guy in Steph Curry who has literally changed the dynamic of the game where shooting threes is now more important than anything else. And so if we want to make a comparison to people that have done this before, right? I can't believe this. Shaq is one of one. And had a great career. Nobody's arguing. Uh, He's changing the Dujabar. conversation. Go, hold on. <laughs> one of one. Sure. Amazing career. Glenn Baby Davis is a There's one of one. There's Michael Jordan, who literally has changed the game <laughs> and made people want to be like Mike. There is nobody that wants to be like LeBron, but yet the game changed to be like Steph. That's all I'm saying. Because it's easier There's, to be like, like Steph. What is happening? What did he just... If that was just the biggest goalpost-moving thing I've ever heard in my... What just happened right now? I'm, I'm not saying that he's better. He's going to go down better than LeBron. No, it's impossible. He's, he's not going to be better than LeBron. All I'm saying is, it's he is going to have as much say as okay. this time so, LeBron was running the game. So that's that what I was going to say. Going to be so that's, what, that's how I was going to wrap the bow in this. And then, like I said, we can move on to the real topic because I can't believe you did this, Jesse. But anyway... Um, <laughs> All right, we don't want to have like an actual conversation. No, we're, like, having, we're having we're having in, a conversation on the game. Impact no, I agree game. with that. I, okay, I agree then. wholeheartedly with that. Okay, then my so I I might do this after I do my KD love letter. By the way, and we'll we'll figure it out from there. So like I think the difference between Bron and Steph is basically the difference between good organization and bad organizations. <laughs> down to. I think LeBron saw the writings on the wall, Cleveland, that they weren't willing to do enough. Jumped to the Heat, saw a good opportunity, won there, saw that they didn't have the, they didn't want to spend anymore, then went back to Cleveland when they had the moving parts. The Warriors have spent, they spend the most luxury tax in the world. The him, them, and the Nets, like it's just good organs. They made the right moves. They're they're what? in luxury. They're in luxury tax hell. Hold on. They're in luxury <laughs> tax hell. But hold on. And other teams are not willing to spend like that. But hold, hold up. What did the Warriors do? They risked tanking, not even tanking. They lost two years of their best players, right? And they're yeah. in the prime of their career. LeBron, saying that LeBron was not willing to sit there and let the Heat rebuild is LeBron's fault. That's a great organization. He left. The, right. the he, he was right. Like a pat back. No, but the war. But the, so, all right, let me ask you a question. What's the better organization that he has gone to since? This is not even like he made a no, bad I, decision. That I agree with. So, so, no, so Steph, I, I haven't brought Steph, up the Lakers Steph, thing. But. Take a step back and let he knew that because Steph, no, because Steph went to a perfect organization that was willing to spend the best. And we're saying that he by far the best. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The best. Uh, way for you to win is if you're 
owner in your organization is willing to spend money. The best uh, advantage, that's what I was going to say. The best advantage in sports is if you're, especially if you're in a market like that, is if your owner is willing to spend money. You know that's not true because everything does evolve around luck. They got lucky with the injury and and, and that first deal and the draft picks. I agree with that it, because the Lakers are the best organization in all of basketball, and and, 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 and not it, today. It, 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 it's just all about luck, and, and, and we were back. Um, <laughs> that, that's true. Space. The Sixers. Oh that, no, that's true. Space G. That's true. Space G. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'm just saying, but I mean, we can wrap up this. I'm just, I, I'm just, I just, I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll put a bow on this. So if Steph wins, and honestly, to be honest with you, I think whoever comes out of the East is going to get beat by the Warriors anyway, because I think they're, I think they got their stride and everything. They figured everything out. They figured out the pool lineups. They figured out Wiggins. Figured out they, they figured it out. Um, if Steph wins, when he wins this title, and if he wins the final MVP, I think it's more acceptable for people that say that the LeBron era for when it started with, I mean, we can say the LeBron, in my opinion, I think the LeBron era started like 08, 09 in that area. Um, Why do you disrespect Kobe? Kobe? (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm just, I'm just, look, just, uh, that's what I think. Um, The era started while Kobe was winning championships. Cool. All right. (laughs) I don't think an era means championships. Yeah, it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean. Yeah, exactly. So, so space. Space G says. Space G says 03, but I said like oh, I said like 08. I said 2000. No, I'm not saying 03. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like 08, like around that range. But like, if he wins another title, you can you can say similar to the Magic Bird era that the the era that after the 2010s is the LeBron Warriors area area because it's not just LeBron and Steph. It's not. It's LeBron in the Warriors era, and that's and I think that's I think that's fair. I think that's, I think that's fair. fair. I think that's fair. All right. See, you stop it right now, can- sir. You stop it. We can, we can, again, we can talk about this for hours, man. You know, y'all got, real got a, a solo you, you we can talk about. You're also disrespecting the Spurs. You're also disrespecting the Spurs. No, they have their you're, time. They're a dynasty. Kobe. And they're, they have dynasty. The Spurs. I didn't disrespect the Spurs. I said, this is their error. That's just, what is, what, what are you talking about? So, so Michael Jordan. Jordan during that time. So when the Rockets won during that time, time. the Magic yeah. during that time. Yeah, this, there's uh, a bunch of people won during that time. Other people can win during other people's era. That happens. This is the Giannis era, and other people are going to win the titles. All right. So that was uh, a long digress. That uh, I just thought we were just going to make picks, but uh, thanks a lot. I hey, know, but I appreciate that because now I know that shit, Jesse. We can after the finals, we can we can talk about that because that's actually a good topic. And, and then yeah, we'll, so have, Jesse, we'll have further context because we'll know if Steph won in one finals MVP. We'll know instead of wondering. Hey, Kev. Right. No, Kev, when 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 you win um the contest, what shirt you gonna make right. Jesse specifically? Wear? I know. I don't I'm now I'm figuring out. Now I'm gonna make him wear some bullshit. Yeah, Maybe Jesse <laughs> Jesse needs to wear the worst of the worst. Yeah, Rail, Rail yeah, has been. Rail has, Rail, Rail has right. been. So really Rail made good. a good point. Like, no, I need again. I always say this: me and Rail don't agree with a whole lot of shit. But he made a good point. Luck is definitely involved, but organization, the organization is very, very important too. And LeBron saw the rise of the wall. Niggas, every organization. Luck and health is every organization. A hundred percent. All right, so we're here to talk about music. But before we talk about music, I, I won't. I, I forgot to mention this at the top. Oh, do the finals in right now. Oh, Steph. They got Steph's going to get it. Final MVP, Steph? Steph. 
Or wait, are you trying yes, to say yes. Eastern Conference Finals? Oh, the, the Bill Russell role? I, I, it would be perfect if, uh, if a Miami Heat player win it. Anyway. Um, not the Bill I mean, Russell. Jimmy, that, Jimmy Butler's been by far. By, way, by the way, Jimmy Butler's been the best player in the playoffs by far. Anyway, um, first and foremost, mm, rest in peace, far? Ray Liotta, by far. Uh, rest in peace, Ray, Ray Liotta. Uh, I was going to start off at the top with that, but we got so sidetracked. Everybody knows um, he died at 67. Uh, we, we found out about the news about that. Um, so I want to send thoughts, prayers, condolences, and uh, to his friends and uh, his friends and family. Um, you know, all right, so we're gonna talk about music. Uh, we're gonna talk it more broad. We wanted to come in here and uh, if we're, if we're being if we're gonna pull back the curtain, we're, we're trying to do this pod a week after the Kendrick Lamar drop, uh, so we can sit with it for a week because I feel like everybody needs to sit with that album. We all felt like it was appropriate not to just come here. Uh, the day after and just talk about what we directly heard and we wanted to sit with it for now it's been like three weeks right it dropped like three weeks ago yeah just about okay. yeah it dropped like three weeks ago so now everybody's had a time to like sit and compare it to other drops and we're also going to talk about since it's the halfway point anyway of the year uh we're going to talk about the first half um so yeah just you can take it away from here so like where 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 do you where do you guys want to start as far as talking about the first this first half of music or do you, would you want to talk directly about the kendrick uh album i mean since we spent so much time on uh as sports or basketball let's let's just go straight into the kendrick my my questions yeah. what, what are the standout songs to everybody what um the themes that he was speaking on um how does it feel to hear kendrick lamar after all these years that have passed and well, let me get um, let me get my stats off real quick. Let me get some stats off. So I got go first ahead. week numbers for I got first week numbers for uh for the Mr. Morrow and the Big Steppers. So the first week it did a uh, two hundred eighty six thousand in this first week, which is pretty good, pretty solid. For comparison's sake, uh, I I also wrote down the numbers for uh for Future's album I Never Liked You, which is around the two hundred thousand uh mark. So it's still in the same realm. Um, and then for further you know i do i like stats for further comparison sets I, the off season which came out last year obviously uh which we're not comparing these two albums that's what we're not i'm not allowing that to happen on this pod we're not comparing the off season and mr in in mr moore and the big steppers that's what we're not doing on this pod today um <laughs> do it. huh i think make sure real doesn't do it what's <laughs> <laughs> I, think we, I think we would actually I think we'd actually be I I, I think I know where Ken I mean not Ken where uh Rel would actually uh what side oh yeah I, I agree with that too actually and the crazy thing is we haven't um I, I I appreciate this we none of us has like talked about the album together I haven't I don't know Rel's opinion on the album I don't know Jesse I don't know your opinion clips I definitely I don't know your opinion on the album either um so I, I spewed all those stats right now, and 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 whoa! So the off season got 288,000 uh, 288, uh, the week it came out. For I did all these stats, and I realized that all this first week shit don't mean shit because I looked at those are all heavy hitters. We talk about Dot Future, uh, Cole, and then uh, that light skinned dude from Canada. I did a comparison his album for that awful album uh certified lover boy and it was at six hundred thousand range which is telling me you got to get the girls to listen bro you got to get the women to listen i mean that, that's all <laughs> you, you got to get the girlies to listen man oh that's what it's always been that's what it's you got to get the, you got to get the girlies to listen um so yeah uh real so standout album start standout tracks um but real quick so i uh, before we get into serious d- digging into deep are everybody's favorite tracks 
Um, I wanted to ask y'all, have y'all ever taken the car keys from y'all girl during an argument? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, no, it took clips a minute to get what I was talking about. Come on, let's talk. We can't talk about how how, wait, wait, how wait, toxic K dot was. I I have never done that, but it's four black men on this pod. We not we gonna act like I we never have, done that. I have a homie who's told me a story about him and his girl mid traffic. <laughs> she and him was in an argument and. Okay. He's driving a car okay. and she pulls the keys out of now, ignition. The car, car. Just mid, while the middle car, of while the, the car, car is arguing. While okay. the car was on. I've been there. So what? I, oh, yeah. I have friends who have been in that. I've never I've taken the keys. It's, it just was not that important to me. <laughs> like, like I've taken a phone. No, <laughs> I, I, I swear, my friend. <laughs> I swear to you, my friend, my, my boy, friend. like, my like dead ass. I, nah, Jesse, I, I tell nah, no Jesse, stories. What toxic women do you fuck with? So we, so we just gonna act like we all mature ass men. Like all four, there's four black men here. We all can't be Russell Wilson. Like let's 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 keep it a beam. Oh, no. We're all what are Russell talking Wilson about here. I've done Wait, different toxic shit. Man, that's what, I just said that. I've been, I've been, I've done I've different been toxic shit. Of, <laughs> I've been part of toxic relationships. It's, it's, okay. right. You know what I mean? Y'all, I, I just I want transparency. Y'all seed, y'all yeah. seed what's happened has happened yeah, to me. Yeah, so true. like, real, come real on, being man. mighty quiet. This is pissing me off. This thing coming here talk about transparency. You know what I'm saying? Never. <laughs> I'm drinking water today. <laughs> I've never, I've never snatched nobody's keys. I usually ask them to leave. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've never had to like snatch. Car keys from somebody. No, you know, uh, no. But I mean, no. I so you never, like, you never told, you never told a woman. I was that today will be the day you fucking walk to your that fucking job today. I've never you been know, like, no, no, I've no, never okay. had to do that because I've never no. been like. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I've had, I've had, I've had arguments like that song, but I mean, also that yeah. that song is is from if if you that if you've seen Poetic Justice. Once you've heard that fuck you nigga, that fuck you bitch, when mm-hmm. you know when when they were in Tupac was talking to Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. um, in Poetic Justice, that part is the part that they sampled on that part, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. when they were going back and forth. Um, uh, so that I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm not for that whole, you know, this, you know, how they disagree. But yeah, we've all been there. Shit, toxic yeah. relationship. Yeah, I mean, I. As as a young man who learned how to do wild, crazy things from a movie called uh, Waiting to Exhale. Um, <laughs> okay. Throwing, throwing clothes out the house. Okay. So oh, okay. as Martin least, said, get to step in. Lisa left eye Lopez, you know, shit, you know. I ain't never burned no house down. Hold on, kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. She ain't never, yeah, not not burn no J's. No. By the way, it was it was Left Eye's birthday last week. Oh my gosh, she was so fun. Anyway, um, so anybody want to talk about standout tracks real quick? Yeah, off the top. yeah. Uh, go ahead, so, bro. I mean, the first rip through. I mean, I, when I first listened to, you know, Mr. how many Nora, listens are you on? Let's start there. My bad. I, how many listens are you on right at this point? Too many. It's been a lot. Been a lot. Okay. I mean, okay. I always said is that, and I, I after the first couple of listens, I was kind of like. I want this. I want to get away from the album because I like. Also, like I realized, like Twitter and like on social media, like it kind of like I don't know. You just everybody throws their taint your opinion. 
we know where Duh. it's at. So, so I'm just so Everybody I kind of posting their shit, right? I, I kind of just stayed away. And like, even if I find a song I like, I'll post a song that I like. But for me to really understand, like, but it took me a while. Like, I think personally, I think like you know. The the album the, the song that's done like in ninety five. Let's do everybody do it. Let's everybody. Oh, well, I guess you can talk talk, talk about it, how many. You let, let, let him, yeah, let him, let him go. Um, yeah. Let him talk. Yeah, yeah. In ninety five stands out to me. Is I think it's probably like you know, but I also think oh, I mean just in ninety five crown, um, uh, savior. Like I could tell like three things that I took away from this album. Like I like I said, I think there's a heavy influence of like Kanye on this album. I think just the whole. I think Kanye is the influence on this album. This was just the whole vibe, which is just a Donda. I mean, he's like everybody talks about like, you know, how Kanye makes Christian music, but then like, you know, you got Kendrick Lamar with, with the Jesus reef and the pistol in his back pocket. But only blasphemy only works when it's for Kanye and people want to talk shit about it because he, he he's blasphemizing everything that he does on this cover. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, he he has a fucking strap and, and the Jesus reef. And then on the whole album, he talks about how he's not your savior. Why, you know, by having a video with him floating on water. Like, come on now. Like, let, let, let's not. That was a different song, though, right? In ninety five is is in ninety five is a video, but Dave V, the him and Dave yeah. V did the video together. But he's floating on water. But I'm just saying, like everybody talks shit about Kanye. Oh, he makes Christian music, but then but then Kendrick, but his, his whole damn album is Trail about. will find about a way, God. boy. This whole album is about he's talking about God and, 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 will find a way. and his relationship with it. No, I'm, I'm just telling you this influence on him because who influenced King was Kanye. And if you can listen to if you listen to um. King, this whole album is influenced by King, even with the sounds. Like he has album tracks, but he's not even rapping on it. He's just harmonizing on shit. You know what I'm saying? Like literally four sections of harmonization on a full crown. It's just nothing but uh, nothing but even that's not even a rap on it. Just the harmonization. So, and the production, and not to mention is out of this world. But I think to me overall, I think this album is his. Is his is his for your eyes only. It's one of my favorites. I think this is most personal. I, I don't think Cole became personal until he put out for your eyes only. And I believe everything Kendrick put up to this hood, but I believe that this is his for your eyes only because he never cracked the door like this. And I mean, even even the song that he has, um, um, mother, um, sober, mother, I sober or something, something like that. That's a very personal song. You know what I'm saying? You know, and so I just think that this is his. For your eyes only album, and I think this is the most personal he's got on the album. But I just think overall, um, personal. I mean, just about so shot space guy. He said good kid, mad city, but good kid, mad city was also shot from. He wrapped it from perspective. You know what I'm saying? He also like like everything was from perspective. Like like the conversation was from the, from his mom to his homeboy. You know, I mean, I mean, I don't know if these are. I mean, I don't. I can't confirm if who Shireen was or who it wasn't. But it seemed like a movie to me. Like even when you listen to the first song with the nigga playing, when he said, you know, it sounded like a a film being opened. He says, "More God, I come to you." It just it, that feels like a movie. This feels like a personal interlude to his life, and I don't know. I just I really like it. So I, I personally gave it nine out of ten. I like that. Uh, clips, standout tracks. Oh, How'd you listen? How many listens are you on? Uh, I'm I'm maybe like five six listens from it. Um, I mean, and I'm saying top to bottom, not necessarily like picking around songs. Picking songs, yeah. Um, I'm one thing I wanted to point out before I even pick any songs, one thing that I like is uh that kodak black is to kendrick what 21 is to j cole, j. cole yep. i think I that, that i think That's that shit funny. is fire because if you think about like kendrick and cole kind of around the same time really became mm -hmm. like household names and then 21 
and Kodak are in the same Excel class, right? So I think I think that's pretty dope. And you you know seeing lyricists give so who's guys Drake's? who are not just not to, to be funny. Who's Drake's? I'm just kidding. Keep going. Um, well, Drake is a wave writer, so his changes <laughs> everything. That's, I was like, a hundred. That is actually a good a one. Baby? Yeah, a hundred, a hundred percent. That's is a good it one. A little baby right now. Isn't a little baby right now, or is it gonna right now? It, it might be Jack Harlow right now. It might be Jack Harlow. Who knows? Right you giving Jack Harlow too much credit? They not. They they've been seen everywhere, brother. So, um, one thing. Or, or back to uh, Kendrick. So I think, like, standout songs for me, I love Rich Spirit. That's, like, one of my favorites on it. Um, I will tell you, when I first listened to the album, I didn't know how much I needed to hear uh, United in Grief. Like, it was it was weird to hear it the first time around, and it was just speaking to me. I was like, damn, I didn't, I didn't realize I needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, again, a lot of the same songs that Rel has already pointed out, um, even Pur- Purple Hearts is, is dope to me just because anytime you get a, a, a legend, you know, to be on your track like that, I think it's always cool. And to just speak about the testament of what Kendrick was trying to do, I think it was more, not necessarily that he was uh, making it more personal, but I think we got to dive into where has, where has he been, you know, in the last five years? What What's really been going on with him emotionally and what's what's really been affecting the reason why he didn't feel inspired to make music so one thing it's funny i was talking to um somebody in a barbershop and and they were like the reason i didn't like the album was because i felt like he sonically was trying to make it sound um like more spoken word than he was rapping and i looked at it i was like wow that's the first critique i've ever heard that wasn't like it wasn't at like a negative critique, right? But it was like a that's not that what they wanted in it from. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was tight to hear. But for him, I really feel like we got to dive into Kendrick just wants to be a regular human like everybody else. He don't want all the stardom and all that to to persuade you to think that he don't go through anything. A lot of the times everybody wants to give you the glitz and the glamour and just be like, yo, I'm popping. This is what's happening. But I think he he came from a, a truth that, you know, he wants to live in and that he wants to reveal. Like not every artist is going to pull the curtain and be like, this is what's really going on. And I love the fact that he even got to, um, you know, talk about things that hurt him. Like when, when Nick passed away, you know, everybody was expecting Kendrick to say something. And we didn't really get anything from Kendrick until like now really of like where his mindset was and how he was feeling about it, the hard you know? Part. And I think uh, I think I think that this album is one of his more important albums for him as an artist to do what he wants creatively. Like a lot of times everybody wants you to do a specific type of album a specific way. Yes, he didn't have he didn't have like club bangers or he didn't have all that shit that you just going to bang in a car crazy. But I think his unique perspective on how he's evolved was showcased in that album. And I think. For him, that's that's what you need enough of. You need him to just be like, this is why I've been gone. Not necessarily why you need to listen to my shit, but this is what everything I've been going through. And again, shit, the stuff he was going with with, with his, his chick, I think that's perfect, especially in high toxic times, right? You need somebody to openly admit and talk about, hey, 
I didn't get it right the first time, but I'm working on myself enough to to fix it. And then I love, I think Auntie's Diaries is probably one of the more important songs like in this I was era. About to say that. Nobody brought up Auntie Diaries yet. Yeah, I think I think it's very important, you know, with with the black heterosexual cisgender community um being able to to look at femininity femininity is not as a weakness but as something that you know is around you and he, i think he takes a lot of uh a time to talk about growing up and being around women a lot and then the negative things that you know his dad was was pushing and imposing on him to to understand that when I was young and impressionable, I thought all of these things were this. Now I'm I'm old enough to recognize this is what it's supposed to be. I think I think he attacked that point very heavily. And so um, not to say that there's not enough rappers doing it, but obviously when it's a popular rapper doing it, it's always is for some reason always heard, you know. So I I give it a nine and a half out of ten. I think it's really hard just nowadays to just put out tens um because there's so many other things but obviously he writes all of his own music he doesn't have a team that does it uh, all of his creative ideas always come to light and if you listen to it enough you'll really understand it and i also think that this was one of those albums that didn't immediately go over your head so if anybody felt like it went over their head i think they were listening for more than they should have yeah so I also want to get this one last thing in. Like, I also feel like that when when it comes to production wise, I feel like he's the top tier. Like Cole, you're not gonna get much now. I would say, like, I don't know, but I have to look at the credit for the offseason. But most of the time, it used to be Cole production was kind of limited. Drake was gonna stick to forty. Kendrick well, Cole makes a lot of his own stuff. Yeah, and he should probably stop. Um, 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 and and and. and and, and, and I just think that Kendrick is one of the dudes. He got Pharrell. He pulling from everybody, and I like that. Pull from other people. Like Cole got to low key got to stop making his own beat sometimes because we, you know, so sometimes Cole make me miss elite. You know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The off season is a mixture of different How about producers. I was, he can't be talking about, about the off season. I, no, but I, I, I said I, I didn't say those. I said I said I haven't checked the off season. I said we can't talk about the off season, guys. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No, for comparison, to production. The, the, the season is, yeah. is no. <laughs> full of a lot of different producers, and it's not mostly a Kendrick. I mean, not Kendrick, but not mostly a J Cole produced album. But, anyways, um, so I'm gonna read. I read some of the reviews of like what was said about the album. Mostly good things. Most people have given it like you know. Um, one less star than or whatever. So four out of five, six out of seven, nine out of ten. Um, so some of the reviews. One like um, this one's from Clash. Enjoyed the album. Saying Mister Morale and the Big Steppers is one of the most profound, complex, relevant, revelatory statements yet. A double album fueled by sonic ambition that will uh, the will to communicate and Kendrick's staunch refusal to walk the easy path. Okay. Um, one of mine favorites is, while not always an easy listen, the album shows more of its intention as it goes and ultimately makes sense as the next logical step forward in Lamar's increasingly multi-dimensional artistic evolution that was from Fred Thomas of All Music. 
And one of the more um, critical uh, on the mixed reviews side, um, we got John Carmanica of the New York Times opined, Mr. Morale is probably Lamar's least tonally consistent work, rangy and structurally erratic, full of mid-song beat switches, sorrowful piano, and a few moments of dead air. All right. Um, so my, my feeling of the album, I didn't agree with everything that he did on there. Um, but ultimately, I do love the album. Um, it hit me. I, I, I would say I'm glad that being around the same age as Kendrick, it helps. But I'm glad that this is an album that has come out when I'm older versus like when I was younger or in high school. I probably a lot of things would have probably went over my head um, just because I haven't experienced a lot of these things. Um, it's his most introspective album to me. He's speaking of what he's gone through uh, in these last few years and just his fame overall his struggles, what he, um, his struggle with morality. Like, I don't think this is all about God. Like, I, I didn't get that, right? Where you're saying that, you know, he's so heavily influenced by Kanye. I, I think we can, you know, DMX talks about his struggles with God. Like, this is not something that is like a, a strictly Kanye thing. And, I, you know, we've always had artists that talk about how morale and fame and, you know, personal life all intersect you know we always had Eminem who would say he's not a role model and you know Kendrick is expressing the same thing um I think the one thing that I remember saying when we're going through all this through the pandemic through the shootings through this the police the, the riots the not even riots but the protesting and everything people were like oh we need Kendrick Lamar to say something. We need a Kendrick album. I remember Kendrick. That very vividly. Yeah. And I would say, why? Yeah. Why do we need them to say something? We know how we feel. We know how what we think. We know all this. And I think um, Kendrick is saying the same thing. Whereas, hey, part and some of it is, you guys can't think for yourselves. You don't need me to step up and do all this talking for you. You know, he literally says, Tupac is dead. Think for yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's... It's one of those things where it's like, I, we don't need to look to people, especially in this time period. Unfortunately, we, we try to opine on every little thing and have something to say, but sometimes what Kendrick did basically, I took a step back and watched, listened and took in. I had a bunch of mixed emotions. I come from a place where like, we're trying to uplift our community and everything, but I've seen dark shit in my community that is going on, that it's like, it's hard to trust. So it's a lot of things that I like. Um, my favorite song is Count Me Out. Um, the song where the domestic, uh, we were talking about, we touched on it. <laughs> a lot of people compared that to M's Kim. And I didn't get M's really? Kim. Really? Not the same anger. No. Not, no. Nearly, no. not nearly the same, no. man. I got, the I got baby boy vibes. You got baby boy. Yeah, hundred percent. Really um, the song is called "Recry Together." We got the song is called "Recry Together." Shout out to uh, Poseidon. Um, Poseidon. Um, yeah, what I actually got was Bobby Digital's Rizzo's uh, off of Rizzo's album, Bobby Digital. Mm -hmm. Liquid Swords. Is it off Liquid Swords? No, the album's Bobby Digital. Oh, okay. okay. Bobby Digital. Oh, okay. 
It's literally, it's, the song's literally called Domestic Violence. And he, the lyrics, oh. the song literally goes, you ain't shit, your mama ain't shit. And he's like, fuck you, bitch. And they going back and forth. And it's literally, if you listen to, anybody go listen to that song, it, they're eerily similar. And all it tells me is, that, like, we talked about it. We all go through this shit. And it's just like, I, I, I listened to that song and I loved it. And then it just it 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 trigger it's so triggering that I'm just like I, I can't continue to listen to that song. Um what that. that's gonna bring these, couples together. That song that, actually and that um could do the complete opposite. The experiences I've felt and I've been going through, it's very I obviously he goes on and on a whole different level. He's uh, he's rich and famous, so it's a whole nother level. But it's like I understand them more, and it's like I I feel similarities to it. Um, I do like Auntie Diaries. Um, I I hate the fact that it's so caught up. It's controversial and it's so caught up in what he was saying and it's missing what he was, the message he was um, relaying. And yep. also the idea is like, you got to understand that this is the part where I hate. It's like you got to come from. He came from the viewpoint of where how he grew up and where where he grew up and how we talk. All of that that was said is exactly what I I've been that that in in that situation. I've been there. Like that's how we talk. Yeah. That's how we said. That's what I'm saying. And so he was using that as that viewpoint of like this is how we talk. And I think people missed we, what we he all was grew trying up to saying. Say. F word coming yeah. up. Like it, yeah, it, we had he to was, learn I that that was you don't so know how ignorant you are. It's like, yeah. This is the problem I have yeah. with, with this is the problem I have with trying to do your artistry or just trying to say something. It's so taken by face value versus actually listening and trying to understand that it's like, well, they just kept saying this. So he, he just turned me off to the message. And it's just like, just go for the message and see why he did that, because that's exactly how we talk. That's Not to exactly cut you off, Jesse, but it's off. you know how you're saying it right now. It reminds me of the conversation that we had on this podcast when we talked about Dave Chappelle. While I was just yeah. like take, yeah. taking people taking shit for face value, not relaying and listening to the why he said that, like the yeah. digging deep into why he said that. Go ahead. Yes, yeah. it, it reminded me of something. Zick, you literally said the same shit about Dave. And exactly. Like, so my thing is, is like you missed the whole song and the message that he was trying to to put out there. Because he didn't say it in a way that you liked, but it has to be gritty. It has to be, uh, it has to be ugly because that opens our eyes. Now that's how we used to talk. That's how we used to be. You know what I'm saying? How disgusting is that? How how terrible is that? How how could we want to be free and we not allowing people to be free amongst our own community? You know what I'm saying? Like how how do we move that's a bar. forward? Yeah, we hold, we hold, we hold our own. We hold our own. Like, like, I mean, so like, just, 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 I mean, not to cut you off, but his conflict that he had with the culture, where even from the heart, where like even just several mentions that like we say, fuck, fuck, calling, you know, fuck trauma, been calling it culture or some shit like that, unprocessed trauma and calling it culture, like, like he, the, 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 just, just, just the, the, the love hate relationship that you have to have even when you're black, you know, just like there's certain things that you know. A part of the culture that just comes along with it, and you, and it's like you, you. How long do you unlearn, you know, 
long traumas that nobody even taught you that you even had to unlearn these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're 33 and you're 35 learning about, you know, depression and, and healing and all this other shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like these conversations weren't had in black homes. Like I couldn't go to my mom at, 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 at 17 years old and tell her that I wasn't feeling comfortable or, or, or feeling like myself. You know, so, so it, it's all, it's all, it's all like, it's all like just, just, you know, perspective, like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm not, I'm not just saying like, just, just all the, just it, what he's, what he was talking on, just on that message, just like, you know, it just plays to that, just with the, with the culture and everything. It just, the culture, like I said, like, the culture is it, it, just, it's so, it's bigger than us. And it's a lot of shit. And especially when it comes to that song where we have, even the song Father Time, you know, I had my father in my That's life. That's crazy. And, 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 but not my, he's the only dad I know. Y'all know Dorian. It's always like, so he's not my, he's my only father I know. So I, so, but, but, even then, there's still things that you still you still like. Damn, like you know, like you you hear people, oh, that, you hear shit, you, you know, you were like, damn, I didn't know, or like, damn, I, you know, or this may so this song, Father Time Alone. If you don't feel it, you will want to understand that maybe somebody could feel this way about their son to, to try to make be be a baby, be a better father, you know, than they were before. Yeah. So I mean, that one, I love how he did his spin on, you know. Um, on the last song, uh, I, I believe you, Kevin, you brought it up, mother, or Rel, you brought it up. But it's like that song where he talks about generational trauma and how he was able to um, do his part in, like, you know, helping it being removed throughout family. And unfortunately, it, it, it can hit in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Even in the sense of like, he's telling a story like, you didn't believe me when I said, no, this didn't happen. But because of your trauma and what you've been through, you couldn't believe me. Even, and that's the opposite of what we usually hear is, oh, because of the trauma and everything, we didn't believe that this was actually happening. We, we dismissed it. And, and before that, to come from a perspective opposite of that, uh, kind of, sort of, it's, it's like, you know, it's, what we've been through can skew how people view things and it's it sucks and i just thought you know overall if i'm gonna give it a number i'll give it an 8.5 i'll give it an 8.5 i do agree with like you know the structuring is kind of sporadic it is a little you know it's it and but it is in the sense of like um it's no it's nowhere near this but like easiest vibes right where He's just expressing himself and just like just putting out and using how he can express his anger, his emotion, all this stuff. And, you know, Kendrick is putting that to music and it will come sporadic, but that is the mind. And so that's why I still I still put it up there. I do think when the songs are amazing, I think they're out of this world. And the ones that he misses on is it's not that far off. He's just probably needed a little more tweaking or it's just, it. you know, hey, it's just that that's how it comes out. Um, I do like the critique that you said uh clips with the spoken word and what i would say to that person is which has actually been one of kendrick lamar's biggest like critiques of from people especially people that listen to kendrick lamar from the beginning until now is that they don't like he's going to that jazzy sound more or he's doing that spoken mm, word more but i would say he's been doing that yeah you know he's been doing it since section 80 it, it started with a song on section 80 but you know He's been doing that for a while now. So um, what I would say is you just got to ride with the artist and, you know, um, 
if you're looking for something different from that, then you know there's other artists that do that thing. But Kendrick is steadily, he's always he said since um to Pimp a Butterfly, he's always wanted to do an album that is a jazz poetic album. So um he hasn't gone fully into it, but he's he's steadily been going towards that way. All right. Um so, so everybody knows context. I'm not the biggest K dot fan, uh, but for me, <laughs> why, why are you making that face? I don't like. I don't dislike his music. I just no. Nah, I, I just don't like when you have to start a conversation like that. You know, you no, can start I, with other. You it, can just start with other stuff. You know, you can start with something else. You no, so you guys, y'all three you know. hit it. Y'all three hit it out the park. So like, I'm glad y'all left. Gave me the last leg because my opinion's gonna be a lot different than y'all opinions because y'all, each one of y'all, even you, Rel, said shit when it was like, oh, I didn't think about that. Um, so for me, uh, I listened maybe like four or five times. Um, I had a funny story, but I'm gonna just leave it for, for, for uh, another time. Uh, before you go, can I, can I ask you this? Is Carolyn a KDOT fan? No, not like that either. Um, but, uh, I listened to it. Um, and for somebody like me who, you know, uh, only listened to Kendrick, albums and then listen to one or two one or two times and then take to the, pull the songs that he likes from and then and, and probably not listen to the album again um this is probably my favorite kendrick uh, album i, I almost want to say kind of by far um because it has some of the stuff that i like from damn it's it's a mixture of damn pimp a butterfly and good kid mad city it's like it's all of the to me it's like a blend of you if it, it, it has songs for the, all three of those albums. Oh, don't forget untitled. untitled, untitled. I didn't listen to Untitled like that, so that's probably my, probably yeah, that's probably a new thing. But from from what I got it to, from what I got out of it, it has some good kid Mass City in there, and it has some. It definitely has some damn in there. Um, and uh, for me, like obviously, we talked about club bangers and stuff you could play in your car, but like, can and I, I brought up the numbers like for Kendrick to literally get that amount of people to to listen to it in the first week and not have any songs that are radio quote unquote radio radio playable which i do think there's radio songs like the song with blasts on there you can put yeah, that on radio that, that, shit, that shit slaps um i'm surprised that you don't hear that on radio but i don't listen to radio so maybe it is it'll be it'll be a, it'll be a red dad and save you will be a bop those yeah, so be, so there so the so there's there's some on here and real brought up. Out will be a, a, will be yeah, a like there's some on like there's some really really real. There's some there's some really, like I said, there that's the damn of the of the album. Like there's some really cool standout songs that I really really like, and I and I like that blast got that got that highlight because I feel like he's still a young uh, up and coming artist and a lot of people still haven't really tapped into him and his sound like that because we mean clips was talking about it. I was like yeah. clips clips his hair remind me of blast and I've been listening to a whole lot of blast so I was just like oh man but I just got to switch up the sound just a little bit though he you know? does though but I I, I was telling somebody you never this, I was like, sign to do that <laughs> you, you kiss my motherfucking ass clips nigga if you ain't you in there first off I, 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 hold on did you listen to Ty Dolla Sign that Ty Dolla Sign that was a good one that Ty Party Dolla Next Door too. If you listen to Ty Dolla Sign with Ty Dolla Sign in front, that's a good ass sound. It's seven different sounds. Kiss my ass. I would say this. Can I just jump in? Clips, you brought up Purple Hearts. 
I'm so, like that was such a like I didn't expect a feature from Ghostface. Yeah, and Ghostface is one of my favorite rappers of all time, and he fucking killed it again. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, so I agree with the Blast Day. Uh, Blast is literally it, it's it's Memorial Day weekend. I've been seeing a whole lot of uh people that I follow on social out here in Vegas at the at the beach clubs. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm spying on y'all. You're on my, you're, you're, I'm not spying. You're on my stories. I'm watching y'all. By the way, shout out to, uh, to to CJ who's out here. We got to get you on the pod one day. Um, but that's his songs are literally beach club vibes. Like they're literally, you go to a kickback LA kickback vibe. That's what that's all blast kind of music is. But Darrell, you're right. It's literally the same three songs but it's cool like though blast puts out the original the remix it's and, cool. the, and the, you know unedited version that's all He's i like, need but um, um go ahead uh, but go ahead uh yeah but so yeah I'm, I'm i'm almost done like i said my standout song we already touched on uh one of my favorite that you guys haven't touched on father time is one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. uh like from from the the first time, my first listen, I was like, okay, this is one of the ones I'm really going, I, I really, I, I really like. And then obviously I talked about the Blast track, um, Purple Hearts, which we talked about as well. Silent Hill. I don't, I don't think any of you guys brought up that one with Kodak. Kodak that was probably one of Kodak's best verses I've heard. I don't, again, I don't, I don't listen to Kodak like that neither. Back. Back. Okay, that's, that's one of the ones, that's one of the best Kodak verses I've heard. Um, I don't listen to Kodak either, so I, no, I okay. Well, here's the thing both of y'all need to do either go back and get you all <laughs> Kodak. I'm, uh, I'm talking about Roland I'm G. Kodak. Um, 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 Kodak, Kodak really on the level, then he just don't get the shine because of all the extra shit. But nah, but Kodak, I'm telling you, <laughs> all, well, well, hey, Ray, what's all the extra shit though? You he, like, he, like how he just it's lands like his plane and yeah, just doesn't like, bring he, up yeah. shit. Yeah. All act like shit. every nigga supposed every nigga just supposed to be this cookie cutter J Cole. Some <laughs> niggas like to drink no. lean. Some niggas like to drink lean and tow pistols. That's his life, you know. That's just, okay, that push, is not push what I already said. That's the problem I have. Pusha said, I wish my sometimes I wish my fan base was more like J Cole. But don't boys gotta be the man like they know. That is a yeah. way different than what Kodak Black is. <laughs> that is beyond different. Nah, just yeah, so, you got you, you got to go get you, you too, Kev. You got to listen listen to Kodak. You can listen to I'm Kodak good, uh, uh, from from um, even from from. Kev, get you some yeah. Kodak in you, Kev. You like some Kodak. That's uh, yeah, cool. I'm not. I'm. 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 I'm sure he is. I'm. I'm just not tapping in like that. But like to put a ball on this. Um. I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys. This is, like I said, probably my favorite Kendrick project uh, as a whole. There's obviously more songs that I, I relate to and I, other songs from other projects that I really, really like. But as a whole, as like a whole project, and I, I, obviously now, um, not, well, now I'm beyond. Let's be honest. Now that I'm, I'm more uh, aware of mental health, and, and you know, now, now that I see a, a therapist myself, the fact that he touched on mental health and therapy in the album like really spoke to me. So like it really stood out to me. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm with Jesse. I'm I'm, I'm around like eight point five eight. Um, I think. Oh, um, too low. <laughs> um, I I would like I said for me, I don't you know. Uh, uh, I I don't think I'll go back and listen to the whole album as a whole, but I I'll, I'll definitely have standout tracks that I'll listen to, uh, that I'll pull from and I'll just listen to for time and time again. By the way, so this was the this was the the story I was gonna tell. Um. So for in preparation for this pod, I was listening to it right after I was done with my I was done with my podcast. Right, I was to like four hours of pods, 
I got done with work. I was on the way on the freeway and I was on um I was on the way to go pick up uh Linux, right? So I pick it from daycare and um uh she sits I, I put her in the car or whatever, and the first track that comes on while she's in the car is a fucking domestic violence track. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, nigga. I immediately turned it. <laughs> but I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this with my daughters in the hey. car. I can't, I can't listen to this song right now. What, what? It's like, all the other songs was nah, cool. Nigga, nah, like, Father Tom nah, just we, came on. Nigga, we was in the car with your old lady and your baby, and you played Throat Baby one time. That's not true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not, that is the farthest from truth. That, that is the cap. Um, but the, that's the first. I literally strap her in the thing, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm about to finish the, you know, get listening to keep listening to the Kendrick and then that's the first song that comes I'm like yeah I can't do this right now so it, it took me a while to finally listen to the whole album like all at once because that happened and I as I thought it was funny I also thought I was a, an awful parent at the time um I don't think she understands what's going on at this she point, doesn't right? but I, 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 it doesn't that's matter what, but here's the uh, look I agree partially but I think we make the mistake when we say it it. Funny. I don't think they understand I mean, no I'm mean, no yeah, but I mean she's not gonna be yeah. in preschool telling motherfucker yeah. fuck you nigga fuck you bitch <laughs> you never it was know. just out of all the whole songs that like again I strap her in and I just put on my I, I start my car and no. that's the first thing that comes yeah up. you don't want to play it but I'm just saying like you gotta kind of like in order for something like that to really set in stone she gotta kind of be seeing that shit at home and I, I highly doubt that that's the kind of very true is. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like one song, I'm not gonna say play it funny. You skip the track, but but I'm talking about like you know, and then I just turned it off. Yeah, I just went back to listen to. Turn off that other bullshit that you be listening to while you at it. I told you I listen to podcasts. Uh, Every time I get in your car, I be wanting to hit the get the aux cord, bro. Okay, you want to talk about cars right now? Um. Anyway, uh, does anybody uh? Does anybody yeah. want? To, does anybody want to I talk about that to my nigga? <laughs> Rel can say anything, but when I have a clap back, he gets all upset. <laughs> no, that's wow. Foul. That was foul. <laughs> that was foul. <laughs> You're supposed to be the. <laughs> yeah, every motherfucking right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so fucking. Oh bad. my god, that was fucking. Bad. Wow, Kev, uh, <laughs> you're getting canceled. <laughs> oh man, and, and Kev says he's the nicest guy on the podcast. This is crazy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He just murdered a man. He just murdered a man. We. we <laughs> Someone, uh, please call nine one. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Um, I think I think we could close it out here. Um, but before we do that, before we do that, I did want to talk a little more music and more. You know, re- uh, open it up. So we'll we'll do that another day. We got you know we got plenty of time to do that. Um, I do have an idea though. Because uh, I was listening to a podcast and it's they were, you know, it's a podcast that rates bad movies and sees if it's a bad movie or not. Kevin knows this one, um, which is called Cinephobe. Anybody that wants to listen to it is actually pretty funny. Uh, they were doing a wild, doing Wild Wild West. 
which, uh, you know, at the end, they call it follow probe. They all filed it as in they all enjoyed the movie, no matter what. And then they played they played Will Smith's Wild Wild West at the end. So I was like, man, I kind of feel like listening to the song. So I go to my Spotify and I start to play a song. And it's not from the soundtrack that the song is. It's from Willennium. And so the next song comes on on Willennium. And I was like, I have never in my life ever tried to listen to a Will Smith album after his yeah <laughs> yeah and so i was listening to it and it wasn't terrible it wasn't terrible uh <laughs> it, I, i'll say this will has always got the corny always has always been considered a corny not in the sense that he's like he gives off corny it's just you know it's you know he then he never came off as the hardcore hard dude you know what i mean so he was the goofy he's dude. a nice guy He's he was a goofy dude, right? But it was never, he's never. Hey, Cliff. No, nah, that's my album. Anyway, continue, dog. <laughs> um, he's always like it was, and you listen to the album, like well, it always has lyrics. And, you know, it's heavily. So what I want to say is, I want to do a podcast episode every month where we listen to an album that right. we most likely did not. And with no call that black because I refuse to listen. To that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wow. So you're oh, gonna listen is, to Logic? This yeah. Uh, I've listened to Logic. Yeah. I've listened to Logic. I'm talking about I'm talking about somebody that's just way off your radar. Somebody I Poor man this is probably uh, uh probably hard for you, uh clips, because you listen to everything. But somebody like we could introduce an album way off the radar, somebody that didn't get no love, probably did one album and never did anything ever again. I does, I was, does Bizarre from uh, D12 have a solo album? We can listen to yeah, it. Yes. <laughs> I'm, sure, you know, I'm sure Rose listened to that album, by the way. I, yeah, he, I've listened to that album. It's, that's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's bizarre. You rather listen to Bizarre than Kodak Black? I was going to say, it's, it's Kodak Black levels that I don't... <laughs> it's like... Um, uh, but I I want to do a thing where we listen to him. somebody that's way off the radar. We can do that. We can do uh, your boy from uh, uh, what was uh, Nelly's group called again? Uh, oh, uh, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Talking about Mur- Are you talking about Murphy Lee? Murphy Real. Lee. My bro, man. Lee. Hey, man. My. They said I was. They said that was foul, bro. So my bad. I didn't know. I, I didn't know I was out of bounds. My bad. You should have. You should have. I spit at my camera. My bad. I had to camera. <laughs> Nigga came back in the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I real, I don't know, I don't know where are you, uh, where you co- uh, jump back in at. But um, what I was saying is, I was suggesting us listening to an album of an artist that's like way off the radar. Like we brought up Murphy Lee, brought up uh, <laughs> Bizarre. Uh, we can listen to uh, what's his name's album. Um, off of uh, Jay Z's boy, uh, I actually Mem- listened to his album. Memphis Bleak. Memphis Bleak. Memphis Bleak. I'm just saying something way on the My suggestion. Clips is can curate a, a list of albums that he thinks are mid, and we can listen to them and then and decipher if they're mid or not. Yeah, uh, yeah. You we know, should start. I, with, we can start with Will Smith, Lost and Found. Or Will Eddie. Hey, I like that album though. I like that album too. They don't want to hear me. They don't want to hear it though. They don't want to hear it though. Clips. That shit is a coaster in my house. Uh, what, why don't we do they don't this? want to hear it. Fucking lost why, the found. Lost the found is the shit. Why don't we just y'all do niggas a whole hate, Will man. Smith catalog? 
<laughs> Why don't we just do all of Will Smith's music? Let's do a whole catalog and during his stardom. We can do in a Will Smith rap section <laughs> because they because I'm but not that, doing hey, it, nigga. First ever rap that. Grammy, nigga. First that's ever a, rap that Grammy. That's and, that, and that's really unfortunate. That and, would be and push at it. Remember when Will Smith won the first Grammy? Mm-hmm. He said it in a song. Wait, what did he say after that, though? <laughs> it's, like, it's very unfortunate <laughs> that Will Smith was a, 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 exactly. is good. when you when you look yeah. at the history yeah, of hip hop. Asking that question. And who won? Who was able to first curate the first ever rap Grammy? That parents owned the. Let's talk about the only reason why your ass went to Miami. Parents just don't understand was the reason why you know Grammy said I like that hip hop music. Oh, well, but Will should have also won for summertime. Jesse, I think. Um, by the way, Jesse, I think that's a great idea for a pile. We can do those. I think it'll be uh, fun. I think it'll be fun. fun. We can laugh. We can write down lyrics, quote them. There's some things he has a song. Who's a better man. rapper, Will Smith or Jack Harlow? He has a song. Okay. Hey, Will I, I think Will Smith. I think Will Smith better than Jack. I'll Harlow. tell you this: Millennium better than Jack Harlow's album. I, I'll tell you right now. Oh, Go listen. Willie to Willie Style is fucking fire. Oh, by what? the way, so so to end the pod, let's end this pod off this, and then we can we can get out of here. Why Brandy do that to Jack Harlow? Why Brandy do that? I know, but why she burned him like that? Like, like no, but Jesse, the whole that the full one song was better than any it song was, on Jack Harlow's album. That one freestyle was better. It wasn't his fault though. No, he didn't it know wasn't. who she was. Yeah, it I know, but it, but it wasn't his fault. No, I get it. I know, but I'm saying no, that's why his fault. She, no, no, that's why she torture him like that. Though. Why she, why she torture him like that? But no, okay, no he, didn't, he, he didn't know they were siblings. But also, they played a song, and he was just like, first off. First off, let me be honest with you. Who's spinning brandy in 2022? And you know what I'm saying. And if you're not in the old, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. First off, you're wrong because her last album, B7, was fucking fire. Secondly, yeah. that's no, his fault. He can't be running around here talking about I'm, I love music, I'm all this shit. No, no, you, you don't right. know. I, I hate Jack Harlow. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The, we, I'm just saying I, that I think from that, the last yeah. six pods, we know you hate Jack no, no. Harlow. But I'm it's just saying prevalent. the interviewer, the interviewer fucked him up with how they, with how they set him up. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying Jack Harlow. Asked him to listen to a song. I just, all he I asked him that it was Mace. I'll ask if Jack Harlow's a good spirit, uh, he will he will allow Brandy to put those that song on DSPs because I need that song on on a, on the playlist because all you can listen to right now is on YouTube. That shit probably get more spins than his shit actually. That, that shit was bad. that shit was better than his shit. His all that shit was that shit was dope. Um, all right, thank you guys for listening, to clips. We always appreciate you coming by and dropping your knowledge, man. I feel like I was smarter. I can't believe you're you and and maybe twelve other people. Me and you listened to fucking uh, Lost and Found. I can't believe you did that. That was fucking you, uh, you dug deep. Willow, Jaden, Clips, <laughs> Kevin, Jada Pickett. I just named the seven niggas that listened to that fucking album. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's what Willow. Oh, you a hater. He still has eyes. That's what I'm saying. Hey, Jarrell was yeah. dancing. To, J- Rail was dancing to switch when that shit was popping in middle right. school. Shut this up, nigga, Rail. This, this Shut your ass up, bro. Nigga, switch. King, King, yeah. King Cap. <laughs> King Cap. Uh, all right, but thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys. We're those millennials eclipse, and we're out. <laughs>